Welcome back, everyone, to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Mandy and Allison from Soul Star Energy Collective. Um, we are zipping through this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Definitely a micro episode. <laughs> because our mouse friend, Minnie, um, has decided to stay. It's still here, you guys. Yeah, it's still here. And, I, and we actually think that... It like it comes out like we literally see it. Like we came down yeah. to the crawl space, making all the noise, clapping our hands, yelling. Get out of here! <laughs> we don't want to see it. And as soon as we sat down, we see this little mouse scurry across the ledge of the crawl space, and it's like sitting behind these. Things. It comes down to the ground. Like yeah. even worse, it comes down <laughs> to the ground. Wait, I think it likes to listen to us podcast. Likes our energy. But I don't want to kill it. Like I could put a trap down here. But I feel bad. But now I'm going to walk out of here with a back that's sore because I'm (laughs) sitting so awkwardly. (laughs) She doesn't want to put her feet on the ground. No, because my back is facing the wall that it (laughs) hangs out on. And so all I can picture is it is it crawling up the back of my chair and doing like a parkour onto my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I will let you know. Oh my, no. (laughs) It's like... Our last episode, if you didn't catch it, we actually did scream we did. again, yeah. and that time we cut it That's the first, awkwardly. That's our first call, because it was so loud. It was so... <laughs> <laughs> when I scream, it's like I can't stop screaming. Yeah. Like, on the weekend, my sister and I went walking uh, down the street. We were up in um, Qualicum, yeah. and we went walking down the street, and it was so dark, and all of a sudden, we get to this one point, and I'm like, Kelly, I'm not, I'm uncomfortable. I'm scared, <laughs> right? Because we only had the flashlights from our phone, Yeah, and she's like, me too, <gasps> and I was like, oh. and so it was like, we hyped each other up. We turned to walk back, and then all of a sudden, she starts running, and she screams, <laughs> and so I literally, like, freeze and just scream and scream and scream. And you've heard my scream. Yes, it's so loud. And I was just screaming and I couldn't stop because I was so scared. Why was she running? <laughs> Why was she running? Because she said she thought she heard somebody or like um, a twig snap. Watch your making I'm all tr- the noise. I know I'm making all this noise, but I'm trying to keep my <laughs> legs elevated so, so that there's no mouse that comes tickling my feet. So um, don't do any jerk movements or I'll scream like that again. Okay, well, in a we apologize in advance. I'm going to order some humane traps yeah. on Amazon and try to, like, send it back outside. Because why is it still down here? I don't understand. And I just don't understand why it comes out with us. Because so, literally the last, the last, last episode. Last three times. Last three times. And it literally comes out. It's like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> They're I, back. Maybe it's lonely. I, I know. And then I feel bad. Yeah. And then I'm like, why am I being a baby? What? It's just this little mouse, man. <laughs> It is itty bitty, and it is itty bitty. Kind of I know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they bite. I don't. <laughs> Do they bite? I don't think, I, nibble, maybe. Oh God, but I can't it, let my. It's definitely not going to be around you long enough to nibble anything. Well, it better not crawl up my chair because it seems very to... gutsy to me. <laughs> it really it does seem gutsy. <laughs> That's the problem. If it just ran like it was running away from us. That's fine, it's but it's scared. like it's literally coming to us. Yes. God. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, you know what? Let's get on with this podcast. We can get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about today? We are talking about inner child healing? Yeah. Work? Inner, inner, inner child, child work. Let's just work. call it work. Inner child work. <clears throat> We're going to do it. It's a micro episode because we really wanted to, we've talked about inner child work 
and we do inner child healings for others yeah. and we teach people how to do their own inner child healing for themselves and for others yeah. in our course soul star healer yeah. so let's like break it down to what is inner child break it, break it, break it, break it, break it down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go have fun break it down i just broke it down for you go for it <laughs> <laughs> so inner child work is like there, I guess there's two I guess two sides to inner child work so the mm. healing side and the playful playfulness side yeah right so let's talk about the healing side first so doing inner yeah. child healing yeah okay go for it <laughs> you're looking at me you're like I don't know where to go with this no I don't <laughs> I'm like totally consumed um no okay so I I feel like inner child healing inner child work is so important yeah. I just really feel strongly about that. And something that we can all of us do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I remember when, so, so, so funny, I remember when our trusted psychic um, first brought up inner child. Yeah. Like healing or anything to me. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm i just a side note yeah. here. How you're talking to like a healer. Oh, I have to or... put my feet on the ground. Screw okay. it. If it comes and eats me, it's going it's to gonna come you. and eat me. And then we're all going to get to hear my cry <laughs> but in when you're talking to a healer or an intuitive or a psychic or a medium or whatever and they refer to like inner child work but then they don't take it any further and you're just left like when I was told that I was an empath and she's just like oh you're extremely empathic and I'm like oh cool what is that but there was yeah. no explanation it was just a term that she used and then I had to go and figure it out for myself but had oh, she yeah. maybe explained it to me or how I could like find out about it like that was annoying well so. and to me I, I just remember thinking like weren't weren't boring move on right yeah. like it really just didn't mean anything, anything to me um and I just kind of was like that's boring i want the fun stuff (laughs) Uh, the inner child work is the hard stuff it is well and it's so funny because we and i I never really did much with it but along this journey inner child has been brought up multiple times Mm -hmm. in different um healing modalities Mm so um we can give you an example of it's so funny so when we went to a retreat uh we did this breathwork session um in a in a room full of like what 30, 20, 30. There was a lot. A lot of people, right? So we're all, we're all on the ground laying down doing this breathwork um, session. And, and, uh, and the moment she brought up your inner child and she's, everybody was like just bawling. Yeah. And it was just like, and I was, and I'm quite like, I keep myself contained. I don't like public displays of displays of affection no. emotion emotion yeah. like I don't want to I'm not the type that I'm gonna sit there and <laughs> even in breath work I can't even be like you know <laughs> even when I was in labor I couldn't even make noises really? I was literally internalized I'm like nothing is coming out um but it was like all of a sudden she was like picture your five-year-old self and that killed me yeah and it does for most people jeez and Mm -hmm. I just started bawling silently but bawling and I remember us talking afterwards it's like I wonder I wonder if she was like hmm nobody's nobody's crying crying. (laughs) I'm gonna bring out the big guns inner child's coming out your five-year-old self's coming out and then was like bravo patting herself on the back I made everybody cry I did it I did it I'll never forget because we were wearing those um in our little kits we got uh little eye covers like little bean baggy eye cover things which were really cute and helpful yes um but but everybody took their bean bags off like it was like the 
tears were pooling in their eyes. My and Allie's like, I'm not crying at all. And then she kind of like pulled the thing off and it was like all this pool of tears coming down her cheek. It was like a waterfall. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I thought the tears were being absorbed by it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And I literally took it off and it was these two waterfalls that just came off the side of my face. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Now oh everybody knew she was crying. Oh, God. I just so wanted funny. to run away. Yeah. Um, but inner child work is connecting to that inner child within, yeah. connecting to your five-year-old self. But it doesn't have to be your five-year-old no. self. It could be any age self, even back to your teenage years. Multiple ages. Yeah, even like young adult, whatever, whatever. But yeah. connecting back to that part of you, your inner child, and giving them like compassion and like giving them an energetic hug, like imagining yourself just giving, embracing them and making them feel safe and loved and encourage them and giving them permission to, you know, experience what they're experiencing without guilt or fear or whatever. So, and you can tie it to any experience or that you're having in your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking, well, I had a great childhood, right? I, I, have so many fond memories. I have a very close knit family. I'm like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, and it's crazy because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like these big volatile times no, or very these big tra- or... traumas that you need to go through. <clears throat> yeah. It can be the small little things of, you know, um, like a friend all of a sudden being like, I don't want to be your friend anymore because of this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And you don't even think about it in your day to day. It yeah. doesn't bother you when you no. think back to it. It doesn't bother you. Yeah. But you. There was an imprint. There was an imprint. There was an energetic. It hurt in the moment. Yeah. And you don't realize that some of these things can actually stay there. And like I remember for myself that did happen to me. And I re- realized that moment I realized that my current friendships or my friendships all along mm-hmm. have changed in how I showed up. Because of that, how that affected me. Because of that me. experience. Yeah. So then I became a doormat. Then mm-hmm. I became, you know, whatever you want and type of thing. And I never even realized that that moment that I don't even think about yeah. affected me so much. It was so subtle. Until you did all your inner child work. Absolutely. Yeah. And I Absolutely. had a similar experience in um, elementary school where there is, I like, I lived in a small town. So it wasn't Dawson Creek. It was actually Terrace. Holy shit, you're just all over the place, aren't you? I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and I'm like, you really just didn't care about us all, did you? Like, you're like, oh, we're just going to move here, there, and everywhere. We're like, they'll, they're resilient. They'll be fine. Like, Why did they move? For um, work? My dad was trying, like, yeah, for work. So the only way he mm. could increase his salary was to increase, like, he was driven to get, to be better and better, like, you know, supervisor, manager, head of office kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I thought it was just maybe time, like, ooh, let's no. just go. Well, at that time, even in the bank, at the time of your, to get a new, a new job or a higher position, you had to be open to relocating. Relocate, yeah. So anyways, that was why that happened. But yeah. um, in elementary school, so I was there from, you know, I was born in Terrace. So kindergarten I did all the way till I left basically for Dawson Creek when I was in middle school. Um, but I remember this period of time where, you know, everybody was safe. We all knew each other. And then they started developing where we lived. And then all these new kids came into the school. Mm. And these girls were just not nice. And Jeez. they, like, really shifted the energy in, like, it just was really different. And they were not, like, they were, you know... Um, gossipy and they were judgmental and like oh you got those from Kmart you know what I mean oh Kmart I remember Kmart <laughs> I 
nowhere to shop in this teeny town. You had to travel to Prince George, which was like seven and a half hour drive for like a big mall. Yuck. So the only way you're going to get name brand clothes is if you ordered them from Sears. <laughs> this is, I am totally dating myself. Sears. <laughs> right? From the catalog. It was from the catalog. My, and I remember doing that a few times. I'm going to be like, but I don't know. Ordering online, but that way you just ordered through the catalog. So, anyways, so they were just they were just like you know very judgy and mean, and they totally took the group of friends that I had and like dispersed us all because they would like pick on one person and then and then they would like go after that person until they beat them down to the point where they were like, you know, they didn't feel like they could talk to anybody, mm-hmm. and then they would do it to the next person and to the next person, and then I was, like, literally just waiting my turn. So yeah. I, like, recoiled, and I, like, was scared of conflict, and I didn't want to be seen, and it was, like, extra, extra. Yeah. So when I do inner child work, I often go back to that experience because that did shift how I showed up um, in Dawson Creek, for example. Absolutely. And the friendship that stones, I had. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah, so it was, so definitely, yeah very interesting well but it's you know i think a lot of people you know me included would be like oh god that was just you know typical child stuff there's bullying right because i have that in in my childhood the bullying Mm -hmm. and probably most people have experienced it and they're like what's the what's the big deal it's not but you i think it's like that's the problem it's like it did affect us yeah a lot in that time so even though we can look back at as adults and be like okay Mm -hmm. that's doesn't affect me now why would I go back and need to heal that right but it's like understanding that that trauma Mm -hmm. that happened is still within you and and that the setting stones like that like where that has set in you is probably showing up in certain aspects of your life that you didn't even realize yeah um because I know I had in grade school I guess well it's so weird here Mine was from K to eight. So I did K to seven. K to seven. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't have middle school. So I think it was like grades seven and eight. Um, or grade, yeah, that I, we struggled with a bully. Same type mm-hmm. of thing. One bully would go through, Everybody, right? Yeah. And it was so <clears throat> fearful. Like, yeah. so fearful. Were you her target that day? Yeah. Um, and I can feel back to what that felt like. And even though at me right now, I'm like, well, I'm safe. I don't, I'm not scared of that. I'm not scared of her. Blah, blah, blah. But I can feel those feelings if I, if I take myself back to those times and how I would just be so scared that yeah. I was the target. And yeah. then when you were the target, oh, it was just awful. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, that does affect you. And that does need to be looked at and healed. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess the question would be, so going and healing that, how is that? Because I could see somebody saying, okay, so I go and revisit it, work through it. How is that helping me in today? Well, you're moving through the emotions that you didn't move through in that time. Or I'd like say. fully understood. Fully, and you're, yeah, underst- you're, yeah, you're fully understanding it from an adult's perspective, I guess, or you, uh, for from a different perspective and from a higher lens or viewpoint. <clears throat> and I think a lot of people are afraid to go back and think about those times yeah. because there's a lot of people who experience, you know, traumatic things like abuse yeah. and volatile parents and yeah. or like a sibling who was always picking on them or a babysitter that was, you know, molesting them, for example. So yeah. there's like really traumatic things and a lot of of people move through the rest of their life with without thinking about them again or trying not to think about them again absolutely and that, who wants to feel that experience nobody again. wants to experience that but everybody not, not everybody but like 
it is very helpful to go back and to allow yourself to heal that. Yeah. To heal that inner child and just, and it is just literally, you know, giving compassion and love to that part of yourself that wasn't strong enough to stick up for yourself or didn't understand how to move through that properly or maybe acted out in other ways like maybe you experienced traumatic traumatic experience and then you started shoplifting or doing drugs absolutely maybe you started you know stealing to do drugs like there's so many things we have to give ourselves permission to to just permission to be okay with what Mm. we went through as children absolutely and Mm. it's like even looking at it like bringing yourself back to that scenario from your adult self now Mm -hmm. and being like how would you deal with it differently yeah or how like maybe visualizing whatever that scene is but visualizing it from like a third party Mm -hmm. and being like seeing it objectively yeah um and that it could help process yeah but even you know you touch on because obviously you're gonna have some people that like myself, I haven't had anything traumatic. And so that's where I was like, well, that's stupid. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is <clears throat> completely wrong. Just because I didn't have something traumatic doesn't mean there's certain things in my life that didn't affect me um, the way that they affect me. And maybe that's connected to my self-worth issues. Yeah. I bet a lot of it is connected oh, yeah. to my inner a child. thousand percent. Right? Because we are really, we are conditioned Mm-hmm. between birth and seven. Yeah. It's kind of like molding us. Yeah. Um, and so there's probably a lot there that if was done differently, yeah. would reshape me to be somebody else. Yeah. But the people that do have something that is traumatic, let's just say abuse from um, a parent, mm-hmm. and their only way of coping at that stage just to get by was to shut it down and mm-hmm. shut it out. Yeah. So if somebody shut it down and shut it out, that means they've never processed it. Yes. Ever. Mm -hmm. So as an adult, they are continuing that of like, they're not. pattern. Yeah. And they're not able to process it. And so, you know, how beneficial it would be hard. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because if to process it means you have to move through it. Yes. And as a child, if you did it just to survive, right, there's no wrong in that. If you're, I couldn't imagine being in something traumatic like that yeah. and having let's your, say your home not being a safe place yeah um you do what you need to do to survive oh yeah and we got to give ourselves permission for doing what we needed to do to do absolutely um but then it's like if that starts affecting you mm-hmm. which i don't see how it can't affect you in the mm-hmm. rest of your life mm-hmm. um it's like when you get to a point that maybe you're stronger or you can handle it. It's like, that's when you need to open that door again and step back in there and move through it and do it with support and help from a therapist. Totally. But to actually like move through the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you, yes. If you want to do the healing work and the shadow work and there's something that you're avoiding looking at, this is, you know, and this is part of the process. Absolutely. This is part of the process. And then, so when you do like inner child work, connecting back to that inner child, you, there's like certain meditations, like guided meditations you can mm-hmm. find on like YouTube or Insight Timer, I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> therapists can help you with that. Healers can help you with that. As If you work with a healer to do inner child work, it's it's not, I don't feel like it's bypassing, but what would happen in the sense is like you would be receiving an energetic healing and your healer would be connecting to that inner child, likely doing some cord cutting and some soul retrieval at the same time. We've already talked about those ones in previous episodes. Um, And so you might feel like a shift in your energy the next, 
few days and that could show up for you as like feeling like a weight has been lifted off but it also could show up for you where things are super emotional and yeah. you're releasing a lot of that heaviness so it kind Through of tears yeah <laughs> you're gonna cry hard tears. <laughs> but it, it is good because then you know if if that's the way that if that's what you end up moving through it you know that you're actually releasing and healing those pieces that have been holding you down and holding you back because it's all energy, right? Well, and it also can be bringing things up because mm-hmm. it's not like a one and done. Like, oh, no. oh they just did it. Okay, sweet. Ooh, I cried. <laughs> um, it's like, it's kind of like opening up that wound and bringing it up to the surface t- for you to then start going in yeah. and, and healing it. So- now, Mandy, I got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Does Soul Star Energy Collective offer this service? (laughs) (laughs) We do offer healings, yes, but it is not something we do very often because people don't believe in it. Yeah. Oh, but 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 it's something that if somebody came, we we do energetic healings, which we incorporate all the healings that we're we talk yeah. about on the podcast, depending yeah. on what is needed at that time. Yes. Um. But obviously, that's one of the things that we can pull on if somebody is um actually wanting to a like healing. go there, and yeah. that's, it's a tough one. I I think a healer would be a great uh a a great resource to mm-hmm. have. On top of like, if you're, especially if you're moving through something traumatic or you're about to start healing some trauma, um, a healer would be a great resource as well as a therapist, yeah. as well as the work that you're doing um, on your own. So having those three, mm-hmm. you know, and even medication if you need it, Absolutely. but like having the tools and the resource, it's just another tool or resource to help you move through some of the work you're moving through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, so I love, I, wait, like, I just want to say, I, yeah? freaking love doing the healings yes healings are my favorite i love yeah. the readings and i love teaching but i really love doing the healings what do you love more the healings i think are my favorite. over teaching mm. in teaching i have a lot of fun yeah yeah so teaching i love teaching because it's a lot of fun and then the healings i love because um it's just so magical and i feel so connected yeah yeah and, yeah and i love sharing it because people are like what that's crazy. Huh? You did what? You saw so what? what? Anyway. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> Moving on. So I had this. So I've, I've been doing a little now that I've kind of gone down this road and inner child means more to me now yeah. than what I first thought it was. And um, so I've, I've tried to really connect to her because, you know, there's some of the things that I've realized with my inner child was that as a child, I was p- connected more to this spirituality and open to this. Yeah. But I wasn't believed. Yeah. Um, and because I remember I used to see things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of co- and, and of course, right? If, at that at that time, our parents, like, you say, oh, it's not something at the end of the hall. Oh, wow, so it's just your imagination, right? Yeah. You're going to have that. And so what I've realized is that my inner child during those times doesn't feel safe to mm-hmm. come out of the spiritual closet yes. type of thing. Yeah. And so that's why I have such a hard time. One of the reasons yeah. um, why I have such a hard time kind of like showing up authentically. So I've, I've been like, you know, through meditation, connecting to my inner child, trying to do that work. And so I went one day um, into meditation. I was like, oh, I'm going to go see my inner child. Should I be worried? No. Okay. Not I was all. just saw your face and I saw you moving. And I should, <laughs> I'd be putting my feet up because the mouse is coming over. 
Let me just stop looking, Mandy. I keep seeing her look in the corner and I'm like, do not make me scream. I'm just double checking. See how calm I was with that? Yes. Instead of reacting. I did. Okay. Good job. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Um, So I went into this meditation and I was like, okay, I'm going to go visit my inner child and I'm going to help her and I'm going to give her strength. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I remember getting in there and all of a sudden she was like, no. And I was like, excuse me? You sassy little You sassy. Excuse me. Because I was going in and giving like positive affirmations. And she was like, no. And she had me lay down on, we had our deck. yeah. Yeah, remember? Yeah. I'm like, so in my childhood home, I had this deck. And when it was sunny, I would love to like lay kind of like where the shade was, where the sun used to be. Because it was nice and warm. So I was like, okay, I I can lay here. (laughs) So I'm laying there with her beside me. And all of a sudden, these memories just start flooding in Mm -hmm. of, like, my sister and our dynamic and our relationship and my parents and all these childhood memories, these beautiful, beautiful memories. And I just started bawling. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, what is happening? I'm supposed to be healing my inner child, but she's supposed to heal you. (laughs) And so I'm, like, freaking bawling with all these things. And it was like she was showing me this beautiful relationship that I have that I'd had, had been struggling with yeah. during the last couple of years, just with me finding myself yes. and changing the script. And, You're trying to figure out who you are now. Yeah. And you know, when I changed the script and they're like, who's this? Mm-hmm. Should we be worried? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And, um, it just changed the dynamic yeah. and that's scared me mm-hmm. and, uh, and upset me. But it was like she was bringing me back to show me this, like, it's always that core, like, that my sister fiercely will always protect me Mm -hmm. and the closeness of my family and stuff. So even though we were going through a season of, like, they don't really understand who I am and what's going on and I'm kind of, like you know, feeling like the black sheep. Mm-hmm. And so it was this beautiful, like, thing that I was just like, okay. I just remember coming out of the, the <laughs> um, meditation and I was just beaten. Um, <laughs> I was emotionally exhausted. exhausted. But it was such an amazing release, yeah, right? And yeah. it was such an amazing, like, reminder. And then I was like, damn, like, these things can just, like... It just... Well, it, connecting in meditation in general... It, like you, you have no idea what's going to happen. That's how I learned how to do inner child and cord cutting and soul retrievals was just going in meditating and then yeah. just allowing myself to journey, like to be shown and see things that were coming yeah. to me and that, you know, and that's how spirit works with you. So your yeah. inner child is like, no, I don't need to be healed right now. Like you need to be healed more than I need to be healed at this moment. So let's do a healing for you. Yeah. And I love that because that can happen. You can, your inner child will want to work with you. And this reminds me of, um, I was watching that do- a document on from Pamela Anderson. Oh, me too. Yes. And I remember her saying, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, is that she has been doing a lot of healing. And she doesn't come right out and say that she's super spiritual, but there are certain hints that you can pick up on that she knows. She knows. Like, she knows. So she was talking about how she had a picture of her five-year-old self, and she placed it on her mirror, and she put copies in her kitchen, like, all over the place. And what she was doing was she was doing all of this for her for her five-year-old self Mm. and so she never let her uh she never let herself um heal or you know that the the trauma that she had to go through as a child um growing up and stuff like that so everything that she did you know moving forward as a teenager like playboy and you know 
her marriage and then all the other marriages and stuff like it all comes down to that five-year-old self Mm. so she's been doing so much inner child work in the past year and a half or two years or whatever because she came back to Vancouver Island for the last couple years and she redid her uh, family home her farm and it's like we can see it when we drive down the highway like out yes are you serious it's in Ladysmith I just drove through Ladysmith yesterday and I was trying to look did you see all the the house with all the lights it's right across the street from where the McDonald's is like that little mall damn it I wish I I knew that because yeah. I seriously was like yep. looking yeah so she looking for what I had no idea <laughs> what it looked like <laughs> is there a sign that says Pamela Anderson's house <laughs> but she so she doesn't come right out and say to you know Hollywood I'm doing a bunch of inner child work but yeah. I know that I know that's what she's doing and she's been connecting to her inner child for the past few years and really that's why she was called home was to do all this healing work and now look at her like she's you know blossomed and grown into new opportunities and new things and she's sharing her voice she's yeah. working on her throat chakra something that she probably wasn't able to use through her life until then and until, that's the thing yeah. like I think it's like we will get to a point and it's it's if you're willing mm-hmm. to recognize yeah. and do the work yeah but you really can look back and realize over your lifetime all the opportunities that um could be available to heal yes that it's all, all it's going to do is help you moving forward. Yeah. So even like, again, like it doesn't have to be somebody that like you, you could have all your shit together. Yeah. But there can be certain things like yeah. that. All of a sudden you realize, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a doormat. Yeah. Why the fuck am I a doormat? Yeah. Or I'm a people pleaser. Where the hell did that come from? Yeah. Why am I constantly putting somebody else's needs before mine? Mm-hmm. And it's just finding your power and bringing it back and recognizing through your life where you gave it away yeah. or what happened to make you do that. Yeah. And all you're doing is um, setting yourself up to live the rest of your life yeah. in more alignment and this healed self. Yes. And so you're part of, or you can continue the continue your life with these wounds that, yeah. um, you know, affect you, that, yeah. whether you realize it or not. And we always say with our students, like doing the healing and stuff like that, well, opening up your intuitive gifts and your soul gifts and, and you know, learning how to read energy and connect and blah, 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 all that stuff that we teach and that we love um, is like a huge healing in as you move through it. So it's not like you have to do the healing and then you then you're ready to learn about how to read energy. No, it is like tandem parallel. Hand in hand, you do it at the same time. And Spirit all- brings it to you, right? Yeah. Like, don't you notice? Like, I kind of was like, because some people are like, well, I have no idea what my shadows are. Like, I don't even know what to heal. What's, yeah. And it's like, well, the moment you start quieting your mind, mm-hmm. going within, doing meditations, mm-hmm. like, that's the first step, I would say. Yes. It's quieting all the noise. Yeah. Meditating is like finding time to be quiet. So, and meditating is like, some people are like, I just can't do it. But, you know, anytime you're able Me. to zone out, like, so some people will garden or some people will go for a run or some people will just sit there and Listen stare at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> stare. Wow. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Allow yourself to zone out. And creepy. Just... <laughs> I came in and you were staring at a wall. I'd be like, you're creepy. I'd be zoned out. Zoned out. Staring at a, a wall. Different, in a different reality. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> um... um well, and but that, even like listening to music, like I yeah. lose myself when yeah. I listen to music. Um, but it's it's the fact of like just connecting back, and you don't need to know mm. the answers will come to you. Yes, and as you continue to 
be conscious and aware mm-hmm. of how you show up in your day to day. Um, it will be presented in that. Yeah. How things are triggering you or. Yeah. In, yeah. So let's talk quickly about, because <laughs> that was like a lot about like the healing part. I know. It's we have so like, important. Well, we have two doesn't, sentences on it the It doesn't other have to be a micro chat if it doesn't turn out to That's be. That's true. That's true. Right? Even though we want to get away from this mouse. <laughs> Stupid <Thanks>. mini. <laughs> um, the playfulness. The playfulness. That's my favorite. Yeah. So bringing in playful energy into your life. So um, as we move into more at all, have we get so serious and we forget to play. So connecting yeah. to your inner child to bring out that playfulness and that fun, like don't be afraid to do that because that can bring so much joy into your life. And that's another part of the healing. Yeah. I'd say. I feel like I master that. I think you're pretty good at that. <laughs> I feel like a big kid most of the time, <laughs> and I love it. Yes. Um, well, you're always pulling pranks. I love doing pranks. Having fun with your boys. Love laughing. Yeah. Love being stupid. Um, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, to me, I'm like, it's super fun to be that way. You know, I yeah. was thinking, I remember going through this journey, and, and one of the things that stood out to me was like, this is so silly, but like, at what point in our years when we're growing up, did we turn off this idea of jumping in puddles as being bad? I think it, I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck? It's when you, when you feel afraid to get made fun of for doing that. So when you're yeah. growing up and all your, or your like parents playing, are like, don't. Yeah. Cause, but me as a parent, yeah. I have said. Oh, I've never. Don't jump in the well, puddle. I should say never. But yeah. yeah. Like where if they're wearing shoes or something, and you're like, da 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 don't jump in the yeah. puddle. And then I'm like, where the... It made me realize, like, where is that? And that was just programmed. Programmed. In me. Yeah. To say that. Because when, really, yeah. who gives a shit? Yeah. Jump in the puddle. I remember Jace was little, like, I don't know, six or seven, and he was in the backyard playing in the mud. <laughs> and our... Um, our downstairs um because we had my sister-in-law down there and her boyfriend in the house they were in the suite and he came out her boyfriend came out and uh he was like get out of the mud don't play in the mud and i was like whoa 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 i was like jace you have so much fun in that mud because he was having mama bear right he was having so much fun Mm. and i remember making bun pies when i was little it was the best it's totally the best and that's the thing like why are we stifling yeah this having fun and I just remember thinking like if I was to jump in a puddle right now oh my god like it would make me laugh yeah (laughs) right like it would be so fun it would make me laugh and I just realized like how there's certain things in adulthood Mm -hmm. that we just fall in line Mm -hmm. with doing but if we really think about it yeah what's the big deal well, there is no big deal. There's no big deal. Yeah. Like, and also like my, like, say, I remember one time going for a walk with my family and my boys found a puddle and they didn't have rain boots on and they were jumping or they wanted to jump in it. And, you know, my first instinct was like, dude, we're going to go for a walk. You're going to be like, yeah, my feet are wet. <laughs> um, but then I was like, I told them the yeah. consequences. I yeah. said, you can jump in it, but I'm not going to hear about your wet feet. Yeah. That is the choice that you get to make. Yeah. Right? And, the, and, and I love that. Well, yeah, because yeah. it was kind of like, totally, mm-hmm. if you want to jump in it and have wet feet, that's fine. But we're still walking. Yeah. And I'm not going to hear yeah. it the whole time, but do what you need to do. Um, but it's like before I would have been like, no. Yeah. You can get your feet wet. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> 
but I think there's like, you know, as much as the inner child play for me comes easily and it. And I think that happens because my dad has always been. Yeah, it's not easy like inner, for most people. No, and he's always connected to his inner child. And I remember like as a kid, um, a friend saying, when your dad grows up, is he going to be this funny? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> And so he has a big part of his inner child. So I think that's always nurtured my inner child. Yeah. And so that's never been hard for me. And I nurture um, your Tanner and hopefully Carter's. Yeah. I think Carter's too. He's more on the serious side, but Tanner definitely has that inner child. Um, But for people who have lost that. Yeah. um, And that it's harder Mm -hmm. for them to do. It is so important yeah to find that and we will find that in readings yeah how many times will their guides will be like you need to have fun have fun be creative yeah do the things yeah let go of the responsibilities yeah stop joke yes you know walk into the kitchen and pull your partner's pants down (laughs) (laughs) whoosh Or jump in the bouncy castle. Yes. <laughs> or on the trampoline. Yeah. Or go swimming with the kids. Use fart spray. Yeah. <laughs> Allison. <laughs> oh, my God. Allie used fart spray at her family getaway. Yeah. You know what I was thinking of using it next? Was, um, <laughs> Not with me. Oh, my. Please. You'll find it so funny. Um, going to a mall. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, spraying it, walking away, and then watching because there's no way they'll be able. I can just see you and your sister (laughs) howling in the corner of the mall watching people as they walk through this cloud of fart spray. Oh, my God. Our back. My sister and I laugh so hard that we're not even making noise. And then we're like, our back, my back. (laughs) Because it just seizes because we're laughing so hard. But wouldn't that be hilarious? Yeah, it would be funny. I would be filming it. I know. Because there's no way somebody could walk through it. No, I would be filming it because I would need to get your reaction to. <laughs> oh my god i'll be in the like, other corner <laughs> oh i just i think i need to do that it just cracks me up it just cracks me up oh it's so funny anything else on uh joy we should spend more time on that on the joy. <laughs> well it's pretty no, simple no. it's pretty simple it's but pretty maybe simple. not for everybody well i mean the concept hmm. it makes sense yeah Go of on. why to do it yeah of why to do it yeah yeah well did we talk about that yeah, why? Oh, it raises your vibration. It does. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Good job. <laughs> 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 Laughing obviously raises your vibration and being that higher frequency. But when you do the healing part, yeah. you're we've and we've talked about this a lot, is that when you're in that lower vibration, when there's a lot of healing that needs to be done and you're avoiding it, you're this holding you down, like that frequency it's a heavy Ooh. frequency. And that frequency holds you down. And then as you heal, whether it's inner child, soul retrieval, cord cutting, whatever it is that you need to work work through as you heal those things and those shadows you're releasing that energy and it's Mm -hmm. helping you raise your vibration yeah and vibrate higher and bringing that joy and that laughter into your life will definitely help you stay in that vibration absolutely yeah yeah like how much laughter yeah like even just like a little dance party or you know you put on your favorite song and yeah I started doing this with um with Aubrey because she's at that age now we're just like tween age Mm. and so she comes down from she's not a morning person so sometimes if I can tell like she's really heavy like I could feel her energy's really heavy I'll just turn on like the silliest song and start singing it and dancing around her gyrating not that not to Aubrey (laughs) oh thought just like you know in space like in air gyrating air no makes people laugh okay i'll have to try that <laughs> i just i'm just jumping What's the around. other one twerking yeah 
Yeah, I cannot twerk. Me neither. No. But still, that would make her laugh <laughs> yeah. because you'd look ridiculous well, doing I do it. Well, ridi- I do look ridiculous anyhow. And she does she does crack a smile, so it's worth, it works. <laughs> <laughs> You're like winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning as a mom today. <laughs> winning. I'm like, we like to do a lot of fart jokes at home. Or like me with my boys. Like, I remember Carter as a toddler in his car seat. And I'm like, I farted in your face. <laughs> and we're in the car and he's strapped in. And he was like, I farted in your hand. <laughs> and then I'm, you know, we're going back and forth. And I'm like, I farted on your car seat. <laughs> and then he like looks down, opens his legs, looks down. And he's like, it's not funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, too far. <laughs> too, too far. Too, too far. Funny. Not the car seat. <laughs> cute yeah oh. i was meant to have boys that's for yes, sure definitely farts were. make me laugh so much <laughs> <laughs> they do i watch so many fart me um reels oh god i gotta share something with you you guys need to help me <laughs> <laughs> they like crack me up oh my god i prefer People the like... cat the cat videos or the dog videos okay i'm gonna send you wait we should i'm gonna send you this fart one prank that the there's like collage it you will be peeing okay and if you're not we can't be friends (laughs) friends off friends off because it is hilarious okay okay send it to me okay fine you're probably gonna have to share it i'll share you bird videos i do like bird videos (laughs) (laughs) they talk like humans i know you do share them to me they are funny okay 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 Continue. It did turn in. What are we? We're gonna wrap it up now. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. I have. Oh, I just else. saw a reflection on my watch <laughs> on the ground, and I thought the mouse. I was a good girl. I didn't scream. Next time we should chat about um, soul imprints and past life healings. Yes. Okay, that will be on the docket for our next micro chat. Boom! All, All right, right. <laughs> you can close it out since I opened it up okay. wide. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for this episode. Sorry, the last five minutes was about farts. Let's end it there. If you want more silliness, come join us in Soul Star Lightworkers, which is our free community over on the Mighty Networks app. We are active over there and on Instagram. And if you want to book a reading or a healing. Um, or you want to learn how to do that for yourself, come check out our website. We it have is, lots of fun we in do. our classes we when do. we teach. I we love, make people laugh, right? I do. I'm pretty funny. You are pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I can be funny. I'm funny too. Yeah. Oh, I know. You're oh. the most funny. <laughs> You're like always funny. <laughs> no. I, I get it in there when it's like unexpected. Oh man, hers is like, oh damn. <laughs> When she, that's why I react. So she's like, you react. You always like, re-, I'm always like, <laughs> like, I lose it. And it's because you sneak them in there. Like sneaky little farts. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Let's shut this up. We will see you somewhere else. Soon. Somewhere else. We'll see you somewhere. Well, come join us on all the other See places. you later. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye.